I'm Andrea Worley, and you're listening to episode 11 of the Flourish Together podcast, Living Debt-Free with Olivia Snyder. The Flourish Together podcast. Today's guest is Olivia Snyder. Hello, Olivia. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining me today on the podcast. Um, Olivia, go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, um, we are from Dallas, Texas, a suburb north of Dallas. Um, My husband and I have been married for 11 years now, and uh, he's a math teacher and a college ref. Um, We have three kids, Beckham, who's the oldest, he's seven, and Maddox, who is four, and we just had, well, I say we just had, my gosh, she's now 16 months, Um, and I stay home, I used to be a teacher, and then I started staying home with my son about seven years ago, and um, since then, I've uh, I've had, well, I've actually had a blog when I was teaching. I started the blog, which is how you and I know each other, Mm -hmm. and then I opened an Etsy shop about five years ago, and then recently opened up one last year, last summer, as well as a YouTube channel. So just trying to manage it all, I guess. <laughs> yes. And we do know each other from like, I feel like anytime I talk to somebody about blogging, like I call myself like an ancient blogger because yeah. I've been blogging since like the ancient days of blogging. Um, and sometimes I wonder if like, people still read blogs, but I know I still read some. Yeah. So I think I wonder that too, <laughs> but it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I was telling Olivia before I hit record that one of the reasons I relate to you so much is because you do a lot of things. You have your Etsy shops, you have YouTube, you're a wife, you're a mother. Uh, what would you say to people of how you find the time to do all the things that interest you and that you're passionate about and how you prioritize that with being a wife and a mom? Well, it is so hard. So, so hard. But I think when you enjoy it, like we were talking about just enjoying the whole process Mm -hmm. and what you do, it makes it easier. It really does. Um, but I've talked to a ton, a ton of friends about this. They're like, how do you do it? Like, how do you find the time to do it? And I think I'm a night owl. And so I think that that helps a ton because when my kids go to bed, I literally wake up, like my body wakes up as much as I am so tired throughout the day. But then as soon as I go to bed, I'm so alive and I get a lot done at nighttime, which I really think helps. I I remember starting my um, Etsy shop, the first one. And I, that's when I became like a bad night owl. I would stay up till two, sometimes three in the morning and researching things and learning things. And I mean, it, it helped because I learned a lot of things and I had all this extra time. I don't know if I'd recommend that to anyone because sleep <laughs> is, 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 it is important, but I think I do get a lot of things done at night. Um, and yeah, I mean, and nap time, nap time's another thing. Um, but it's hard throughout the day. I mean, I guess it depends if you're a morning person, a night person, you kind of pick, pick your poison, but I prefer nighttime and I, I find I get a ton done, um, at night. So I'm the same way. I'm a night owl too. Like I just plow my, 
I'm in a little bit of a different season because my kids are, my son is not in school quite full time, but for a large majority of the day. So Mm -hmm. I definitely have these like pockets of time where I just plow through stuff. But then at night I plow through even more of it. Oh yes. Yes. They're asleep. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. And every time I think like, I'm going to be a morning person. I'm going to like, I don't know, get up really early. And then I'm like, no, I just love my sleep too much. Oh, I know. I tr- I have tried. I've, I have tried this for probably four years now to try to be a morning person. And finally, I'm just like, Olivia, embrace the night. Just <laughs> be a night owl like you are and just go with it. I can't do the mornings. It takes me several hours to wake up. So I'll continue yeah. at night, at least while they're young. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, one of the things that you and your husband and your family are pretty, uh, open about and advocates for is living debt free. And I wanted you to kind of share a little bit about your guys's journey or a lot or however much you want to share. But I think that it would be really encouraging for people to hear your guys's story and how you guys do that. Um, from the outside looking in, your husband's a teacher, you were a teacher, now you're a stay-at-home mom. Like you guys are a very normal family. How have you guys been able to start that journey and live debt-free? And how would you encourage other moms and other families? Excuse me, I'm getting over cold. Um, yeah, it can be I I'll try to be somewhat detailed because I think that helps when people hear debt-free stories besides just yeah. oh, we, we budget and we work hard. So um well, it started when we first, well, really when we first got engaged, we, he, enga- he proposed with um, bringing me to th- this house, the house we're in. And he was like, hey, will you marry me? Here's our house. And it was, it was awesome. But he, um, so he bought the house and it, there's a few important things of him buying. We paid off our house. For those of you who don't know, we paid off our house in 33 months. Um, and I'll get into like how much we made and how much the house costs and everything. But uh, when he got the house, he, he knew that he wanted to do a 15 year note and he wanted to double the payments right away. So those two things, as well as putting 20% down, so he didn't have that PMI that he had to pay extra on, um, were key to part of our debt-free story. So um, the first year, we were just engaged. And then in August, I got, we got married, but then I became a, a student of a student teaching. So I was making zero income. So for that whole year, he was doubling up the payments on just his teacher salary, as well as his um, refing job. So he's been refing since I've known him. So he was paying two times the mortgage, which at that time was the mortgage is around $900 not including taxes. And then he would double that. So he'd pay another $900 on it. So our goal was kind of to pay it off in seven to eight years. Well, then a year later, I, by the grace of God, because it was the middle of the year, teachers don't get um, hired in the middle of the year. And I got a job in January, like two miles from my house. And so instantly our income doubled. So we were like, oh my gosh. I mean, we felt like we had so much money. I know we were two teachers. They don't make a ton, but when you're young, it felt like so much money. And so um, we decided at that point to triple the mortgage. So we would put, we put another 900 in. And then honestly, we were like, you know what? We've been living off of one income for, well, for him almost a year. 
So we decided the next month, the very next month to pay a fourth one. So for a really long time, we were paying, what is that? I think I wrote it down like $3,600 a month. Um, and we were bringing in, he was bringing in about 3,300. I was bringing in about 2,300 at the time. And then I got up to 3,000 the next year. So, and then his refing, his refing really does help as, um, as hard as that time is when he's gone. It really does bring in some good extra income uh, for, at nighttime. So that really helped. And then um, we did four payments for quite a while. And then the last year that we ended up um, paying on the house, we paid, I think we went up to five payments close to like the 30 month mark. And um, then my husband at the time had been saving, he wanted to buy a car. So he had been saving in the meantime, just a little bit of cash here, a little bit of cash there. And we had just enough to pay the rest of the house off in September of, I think it was September of 2009. <clears throat> so we took the savings that he had because we thought, well, shoot, we're, we're dinks. We're double income, no kids. You know, <laughs> next month we could just replenish the savings account so easy because all our money's been going to the, you know, our house. So we did that. We took a big chunk of our savings and put it um, towards the last final payment. And I've not had a mortgage ever since that was, 10 years ago. And I mean, it's, I cannot explain the freedom that it has brought. And, you know, going back to, to me being a stay at home mom and him being a teacher, that's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty low income. Um, relatively speaking, I guess I should say, I mean, it's a decent income, but it's not, you know, especially around that, that. I wouldn't have been able to stay home had we had, you know, a, a typical mortgage. So that was kind of our goal. Um, to that was kind of our goal and our reason behind paying off the house. He hates debt, so or he hates interest. I guess I should say he cannot stand pay, paying interest on anything. He thinks I mean it's just a waste of money. So for him, the interest just ate him alive. He did not want to put any wasted money into the house. So and a house you know can has a lot of interest on it if you do a typical mm -hmm. mortgage. So. So yeah, that's kind of our debt-free story. And then we've just maintained it by, um, like I said, I mean, my husband is so hardworking. He's a teacher. And then at night from basically from September to March, the beginning of March, he has a second job, which is refing college basketball. Mm -hmm. And he, that, that income is, is huge for us. And then, and then of course about, I think it was like a year and a half into me staying home I decided to start the Etsy shop um, with printables and just kind of see where it went. It ended up doing great. It was just like a good supplemental income for, um, you know, just little things or just kind of live a little bit more relaxed because now we had cut our income in half once I decided to stay home. And um, yeah, and I've just kind of, tr I'm trying to do as much as I can from home to supplement the income and just live pretty frugally as you know we live pretty frugally and we don't have a um a house payment we don't have a car payment that we got rid of the car payments right away as soon as we got married I had eight thousand left on my car and he paid that off pretty quickly as soon as we got married and then um we just we do not we just don't do any debt anything we in the future when we buy a new home which I hope is soon but in the future when we buy a new home we will have to go back into debt um, so 
hence the reason we haven't moved out of this house. I mean, it's free. It's so hard. That's kind of the down, the downside of paying off your house is you're, you, we've had 10 years of no house payment. So it's going to be yeah. really hard to go back into having a mortgage. It's going to be really hard. So especially, you know, on a teacher salary and me being a stay at home mom. So um, we'll see. I'm, it'll all work out. God has a plan. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I just, um, we just budget, we budget like crazy. We have a written budget, uh, that helps us stay on track. Um, my husband kind of turned it over to me once I became a stay at home mom, which was very, very eye opening. I did not realize just how difficult that was to kind of manage your spouse's, um, spending. So I always recommend that to people if you're, if you're not the one that does the budgeting and you're fighting about finances or anything like that to kind of switch roles and just so you can kind of empathize with the other person. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of our debt-free story and, um, how we stay, you know, basically we just have to stay frugal in order to, we just don't spend more than we make bottom line. Mm -hmm. I love, like I said, I like how just real and honest you guys are about that without having to like share your whole finances, you know, but I think it's encouraging for people to hear that, you know, you guys have pretty normal jobs. You're a stay at home mom and you're able, you were able to pay off your house and, you know, you're able to implement these things that are important to you to maintain this lifestyle that you have of living debt free where like if somebody's listening and they're like, that sounds amazing. Like what, like, where would I start? What are some like basic either budgeting or like basic principles that you would tell people like if they want to start like a debt-free journey like where would you tell people to start okay well the very first thing I would tell people well we use the Dave Ramsey method and I say method mm -hmm. he's very um he's very basic I mean you, what you make you just don't spend more than that right and then to tackle debt he talks about the snowball effect where you um pay your lowest debt first to kind of get the momentum, which is very true. That's kind of how we got down to 33 months of our mortgage because we saw that we got momentum. We we're like, Oh my God, we could pay this off even sooner. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And we just kept going. So we, I would recommend first of all, his books, the total money makeover and financial peace. Those are the two books I would recommend. Um, secondly, you know, number one, you have to have a budget. So that is just as simple as going to your bank statement online. And Dave Rams even has a ton of tools for you to make a budget, but just listing out all your categories and starting there, just seeing where you're spending your money and it's going to get better. I think that's really overwhelming at first to mm -hmm. just make a budget out of thin air, but if it, it will change the next month and it will get better and it will change the, I mean, our budget still changes from month to month you know, and just learning things and learning, wow, we spent a lot of month, a lot of money on groceries last month. We need to cut back on that. Or, so I would just say first start with a budget, a written budget. And I, I like to be pretty detailed down to the cent of how much we're spending. Um, our budget when we first were married was on paper, just a spiral notebook, paper, our budget throughout our whole debt-free journey was on paper. So you don't have to have a super, you know, in-depth budget with all these calculations. Mm -hmm. uh, we currently use Excel right now just because writing all, writing down all the, the uh, categories was, or all the expenses was extremely time consuming. So we do Excel now, but uh, definitely do a budget, read Dave Ramsey books. Um, 
another good thing is just to have a goal. Like, why do you want to pay off debt? Do you want to eliminate, you know, interest? Is there, you know, do you, um, you know, want to get approved for something else? Like there's just, do you want to stay home? You know, I mean, to get rid of your house payment or your credit card, if you have credit card payments, um, anything to, uh, like to motivate you, you know, for me, it was being able to stay home. If we didn't have a mortgage, I could stay home. And for my husband, it was not wasting money. He just did not like the fact that he would have to pay interest on anything. So he tried to eliminate that as quickly as possible. Um, and then I would also say, you know, follow people that are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, I know for at least where I live and, you know, it's, that is not uh, a, a normal, th- or at least people don't live, I think feel like that way. So it's kind of discouraging if I was being really, really frugal. It's just kind of discouraging to see so much spending. And I mean, hey, people may have a ton of money and they're spending, but I don't. And so that is, it's hard. It's hard to see. So I would, there's a ton of people on Instagram that are, you know, trying to get debt free. I think it's great now because more people are doing that. When we were doing it, it was really, I feel like we were alienated you know we were so weird um i mean i was even told like that it was not it was smart to pay off your house for tax deductions and things like that i mean which of course i know is not true but it was just very weird and i feel like it's coming it's i don't want to say it's being trendy but people are just seeing the benefit of mm-hmm. you know not having debt so uh, i would definitely try to surround yourself at least with one or two people that you know are also paying off debt whether it's online or you know, your parents or whatnot. Um, and then, you know, for me, that's, I'm not a saver. I, I would just rather have a lot of money and just spend it. <laughs> My husband is the one that was the encouraging one. Um, but also just knowing when you feel alone, cause there was a lot of times I had about one breakdown a year and there's a lot of times even now that I'm like, what in the world? Like, really, do we need to save? Do we really need to save this much? Can't we just spend it? who knows if we're going to even like retire or whatnot. (laughs) And I just have to remember, like, even if the government, you know, if our money's like wiped out by the time we're at retirement age, which, you know, could very well happen. I mean, that's happened in the past, so it can very well happen. But I just have to remember, number one, that probably will not happen. And number two, for, for me, we're being good stewards of our money. And I feel like God will bless that. Even if something happens or, even as tiresome as it is to keep saving money in such a consumer world, um, we're being good with our money. We're doing what the Lord wants us to do with our money. So those are kind of some things I would, I would tell someone who's kind of starting out a debt-free journey because it's really difficult. You're like, as Dave Ramsey says, I think his quote is like, uh, having debt is normal, be weird. So, you know, it's going to be weird, but that's okay. It's going to pay off. Trust me. Yeah. We're huge fans of, Dave Ramsey in our home. Um, we, we started our debt-free journey like by default because in 2009, I got laid off, not 2009, but 2008 at the end of 2008, I got laid off from my job. And so we went from two income with no kids to one income and trying to find a job in a terrible like economy was like not happening. Um, so I can definitely 
relate to you guys and just relate to your guys' story. And it, it is like what you're saying, like it can be a little bit isolating when you, you like have these goals, but yet either nobody else like is living that way or they're not talking about it or I don't know. Um, but I would say probably the majority of people are just not living that way. You know, um, that's what my husband says. I, you know, I drive around our town and I'm like, what in the world do these people do? Like, you know, these houses are just amazing. And that's in every city, you know, you're going to have just, you know, amazing houses and amazing living. You don't see people struggling. And he's like, Olivia, most of these people are so so much in debt. You just don't know it. And I'm like, that's what he says. I'm like, what? No, everybody's not in debt. (laughs) He's like, you're so naive. So, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, statistics show how much our country is in debt, but. Right. Right. Your husband sounds like my husband. Cause I'm like, why do we need to save for retirement? Oh, like Jesus yeah. is probably going to come back by then. They do. <laughs> like, forget it. We're going to save all this money. We could be living so much, so much more right now. And Jesus is going to come and we're going to get none of it. But like I said, <laughs> we're being good stewards of our money. And that's, you know, that's what I have to go off of. That's awesome. Thank you for just kind of sharing that with everybody. I think it, if anyone is on a journey like that, it's encouraging. And, and if they're not, and they're listening to this, maybe it's encouraging for them to hear it and, you know, know that there's somebody that's practicing this, you know, that's a family that's actually living a debt-free lifestyle and encouraging others to do the same. Um, and I saw on Instagram, like, I don't know, was it like a week ago or where you posted like you bought a new camera and like you had saved for it. Yes. And I was like, I totally get that feeling of like, talk to people about, because my husband and I are like huge, like when we have big purchases or really anything, doesn't matter, vacation purchases, like we're always like figure out how much it costs and save for it and pay for it in full. Um, And I know you talked a little bit about just feeling like that kind of push and pull, like thinking about, going to a different house and then having a mortgage payment again. And does that hold you back from some of those like bigger decisions? Oh, definitely. And that's probably the big, that is probably my biggest struggle because like I said, I'm not a saver. I much rather just go spend the money and deal with it later, which is terrible, but that is just how I am. Luckily I did not marry that because we would be, this would be a whole different conversation, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, it, it's hard because, well, it's hard and it's easy. Luckily I'm married to someone who he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even entertain that. And I, we've been married 11 years. I would never just go out and have a big purchase without talking him, talking to him for sure. But, um, you know, he's just going back to Dave Ramsey's simple concept of whatever you make, you just don't spend more than that, you know? And that's why getting debt out of the way is so important because, if you don't have that extra interest in debt that you're paying towards something, it just frees up your income to do what you want to do with your money instead of having to now pay back somebody. So yeah, it definitely like the house situation. That's, that's kind of our financial goal right now is just increasing our income. And once we can do that, then hopefully we can get into a new home. But until then we just can't same with the car. We got a car. I think it was, 2013, I think is when we bought a car once we were, um, we had, well, I guess we only had two kids at the time. Um, and it, it kind of makes purchases easy because you go in, you have your budget, you're in control. 
you tell them that. And then if they can't meet that, you're like, okay, bye. You know, you're ready to walk out. You don't, you don't purchase it, but it's definitely hard. It's so, so hard. So much easier said than done to actually plan for vacations, like you said, or plan for big purchases like a camera. Um, but you know, it's just, it's just being an adult. I feel like that's, you know, it's just being an adult, whatever, you know, you can't go out and buy, oh, I guess you can, but then you pay for it later, but you can't go out and buy something if you don't have the money for it. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, I'm going to transition a little bit. I always ask my guests that are on with me, um, who or what is helping you flourish in life right now? Um, well, I guess there's, uh, several different areas, I guess, that I have different people that help me. I would say right now, currently, um, we have a uh, community group from our church. We have four couples in our community group and the girls in the community group and I, we meet every other week and they're just so encouraging about motherhood. Motherhood is my biggest struggle right now. Um, I'm in a season that's very tiring and exhausting and just um, trying to balance everything is it's difficult and they're very uh, encouraging and just spiritually, emotionally, uh, physically, they're, um, they definitely help me flourish in, in that aspect. And then um, of course my parents are a huge help, especially when Ryan, you know, Ryan's gone about 80% of the time from September to, to the beginning of March. And um, that gets super difficult, but my parents step in. We live um, close to my parents and my in-laws um, thankfully. And they, they help a lot. That helps me flourish, obviously in motherhood and with my businesses. And, um, so I would say those, those two groups of people, I guess I should say are, um, two people that really help me flourish. And then as far as maybe what helps me flourish, um, the always prayer is, uh, you know, is extremely beneficial. Just talking with the Lord, what does he even want for me? Um, and then, uh, I've, I'm trying to concentrate a little bit more on self-care. I know that's such a like hot topic right now, like, Oh, take care of yourself. But I feel like I have, I don't want to say sacrifice, but just, you, you know, as a mom, you just pour into everyone else yeah. and it left 2017 was just such a, such a struggle with that. I felt so depleted. And in turn, I just almost felt paralyzed. Like I can't even help anyone cause I'm so overwhelmed. I'm of course I had a newborn slash baby. So that, you know, that, that's a, a huge thing, but, um, for, or I said 2017, I meant 2018. So this year I just really thought, you know, you got to take care of yourself, go to the gym, even though your kids may whine about it. Um, you know, do things that are going to just make you healthy and make you strong. And your kids, your kids are fine. They're fine. They're well taken care of. You don't need to be around them 24 seven, um, huddling over them, making sure they're happy, you know? So, uh, I think just kind of taking care of myself is hopefully for 2019 will be, um, help me grow a little bit in all areas. So I like that. You definitely have to take care of yourself. I went through something very similar when I went from one to two kids, my second, my son, my, my kids are almost three years apart in age. So that, I don't know. Everyone lied to me and told me that like my daughter was going to be so great and she wanted, <laughs> she wanted nothing to do with him. Like, you know, 
photo to help I, you out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone told yeah. me like, she's going to be so helpful. And I was like, oh yeah, this is, that sounds great. And she wanted nothing to do with him. Like till of he course. was probably <laughs> like six or seven months old. And he was a very colicky baby and cried a lot. And it was like everything I knew about being a mom, like throw that out the window. I like figured it all out, like with a brand new baby. And I never expected them to be so different like than they how they are I just never expected that I just yeah. expected what I already knew with my first kid to be the same with the second and so it definitely threw me for a loop and I definitely feel you on the self-care um, aspect because there came a point when he was like around four months old that I was like I need to get myself together because I yes. don't, I don't feel good about myself. I feel like a zombie. I, you know, all the things. Um, so I, I definitely relate to that. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I can't operate much. I mind sleep. If I could just, you know, prioritize that and get more sleep, I feel like I would be a whole new person, but that's when I get everything done too. So it's kind of yeah. like, Oh, stuck between a rock and a hard place. Right. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. If people want to connect with you um, after this episode, where can everybody find you online and tell us about your Etsy shops and your website and everything? Uh, well, I'm most, most of the time I'm on Instagram at Olivia C. Snyder. Um, and then my, I have all my links to everything on my Instagram. Um, my Etsy shops, the name of uh, the mother one, I guess I should say is Joy, Joyful Art Designs. And then the other, the t-shirt shop, which I opened last summer, that's just Joyful Art Design Shop. Um, and then my blog is joyfullyprudent.com. And then um, my YouTube is just my name, Olivia Snyder. So like I said, I have all my links to, um, to all those different things on my Instagram in the bio, but that's where you can find me. And I will definitely leave links to all these things in the show notes for everybody. So you guys can head over to the show notes and find this episode and Olivia's links um, to all the things that she just mentioned as well. Thank you, Olivia, for joining me for this episode of the Flourish Together podcast. I really enjoyed our conversation. I know everyone's going to enjoy it as well. Thank you so much.